In preparing for this service, I've been thinking about awe, which, as you have heard, is the theme for this month, providing a shared focus for services and in religious exploration classes and in small group ministry and running through all of the work we do together in pursuit of the mission of this congregation. And I've been thinking about music. And I've been thinking about the things I all too often take for granted. It's not the spotlight. It has been something over 20 years since I first heard Beth Orton's recording of that song, and hers was the first version of the song I'd heard, though others have covered it. The idea has been bouncing around in my head for a few years, not continuously, but off and on, that I would like to use this song in a service. I mentioned it to Alba and Mark, but did not have any particular plans for a particular Sunday, and we put it on a back burner as a possibility at some point. I am thrilled to have it as part of today's service. Thank you. And I've been thinking about the way I've been able to carry that song with me. And I don't mean carry with me as an LP or a cassette tape, I know that dates me, or a CD or in digital format on my phone or tablet or laptop or whatever, although all of that is certainly incredible, but I mean carry within me. That is pretty amazing. I carry it in my memory, calling it to mind when I choose, or having it surface seemingly unbidden, and I can rehear it in a way. And replaying it in my mind, it can affect my mood, my attitude, my perspective. It can help to alter my very state of being. Now, of course, I don't mean that this ability to carry a song is unique to me. It is a human capability. And I don't mean that this rather unassuming song is unique, though it holds a special place for me. I am saying that this is just a particular example of a very natural and ordinary process that I'm guessing you and I take for granted. But think about it thinking about how this song has rippled throughout time by joining with me to trace this one tiny little ripple. I did not even hear the song for the first time until more than 20 years after it was first written and recorded by Barry Goldberg and Jerry Goffin. I happened upon it when my older brother gave me a Beth Orton album, not the particular album that included this song, but a later album that I enjoyed so much that it led me to check out her other stuff. And then, amidst the thousands of songs I have heard since that time, many of which I also love and remember and call to mind, this one kept surfacing in my memory, calling me to play it periodically, inspiring me to suggest it for a service, and with Alba's invitation and Tom and Nicole participation to include it in the service today and I am imagining that the ripples have not ceased that some of you may carry the song with you carry it within you and hear Nicole's voice and Tom and Nicole's playing it when you call it to mind or when it surfaces seemingly unbidden and possibly changes your mood your state of mind, that it may even help you to see the light in another's eyes, appreciate the light that shines forth from another person. You know what I mean? 
Music provides such a clear example of how what we create, what we share, what we give of ourselves ripples across the interdependent web of all existence, across time and space, surfacing in ways we could never have predicted, influencing and inspiring in ways we will never know, coming to rest in others such that they can call these things we have shared to mind or that they will surface seemingly unbidden in ways that can change their mood, can alter their state of mind, can help them recognize or appreciate or confirm what they know within themselves. I don't know what else to call that, but awesome. Amazing. So I came up with amazing. (laughs) To worship is to pause from work and listen to a strain of music. To worship is to sing with the singing beauty of the earth. It is to listen through a storm to the still small voice within. Worship is loneliness seeking communion. It moves through deeds of kindness and through acts of love. It moves. And it moves. And it moves. That is why we come together in worship to remind one another of our highest aspirations and to be inspired to act with love because everything ripples in ways we cannot predict and may never know. Being aware of these ripples, knowing that my deeds and actions will move, what do I wish to offer the world? If my life was a song, what would I have us sing? Worship brings us together to remind ourselves to look to the sky, to the stars, to the horizon, to the living, breathing earth, to the faces that surround us, and notice what a wonder it is that we walk this world at all, and what a comfort it is that we don't have to walk this world alone. Worship calls us to see all of it as a miracle. All of it deserves awe. The soul has lifted moments above the drift of days when life's great meaning breaketh in sunrise on our ways. Worship is coming together to remind ourselves that we live in mystery and that everything we do ripples across time and space in mysterious ways that we cannot predict nor fully comprehend. When we light this chalice, we know it's not just the candlelight, but the light that can shine forth from each of us and all of us, the light which we claim is in every person. When we sing together, we know it's not just the particular song, but that our very lives flow on in endless song above earth's lamentation. Through whatever tumult and strife enters our life, we can bring forth a song. Sometimes it will arise mysteriously, seemingly unbidden, sounding an echo in our souls. How amazing is that? How awesome. Since love prevails in heaven and earth, knowing that it ripples outward from our lives to touch others and that we are the grateful recipients of the love that ripples forth from the lives of others, how then can we keep from singing? <laughs>